Hello and welcome to another episode of the Debutante Report. Once again, I'm your host, Michael Lung, back again to break down another episode of Survivor 41. And we have made it all the way to the finale. What a season we've had. The winner of Survivor 41, Erica Kasupinen, winning by seven votes to one to zero. First female winner since Sarah Lucena and first Canadian Filipino winner. And yeah, what a season we've had of Survivor. I thought she played a really, really great game. A very underestimated game, but one nonetheless that very deserving of the winning vote. Only the second time that we've seen someone winning from the GOAT position after being taken from the final four. Um, Yeah, second time after Tommy Sheehan did in Survivor 41. And very similar games, I think. Both very unassuming games are ones that were very non-offensive, I think, in my opinion, that they managed to build very strong social bonds, both Tommy and Erica, and yeah, ended up making their way to the final three, managed to plead their case well to the jury, and then, yeah, winning from there. It was actually really interesting to see, from my opinion, I guess, a final trouble council made up of Deshaun, Erica, and Xander, one that was predicted I think a couple episodes ago, but one that I didn't really think was actually going to going to take place. I thought those three were in very different positions that neither of them really wanted to be with each other at the final three, but it just ended up happening that way, and I guess it turned out the way it did. And yeah, this final tribal council to me, there weren't really many goats that stood out as someone who was, I guess, dragged to the end. I mean, someone like Erica being in that in that second spot being taken after Xander won that immunity, normally is the person that doesn't receive any votes and is just there as an easy person to take along with. But yeah, this tribal council, I saw Deshaun, Xander and Erica all had different games that they played, but all three very much so still had um, worthy chances of winning, in my opinion. It was interesting to see the jury's perspective on those things as well, because I thought it would have been a lot closer than what it turned out to be, and definitely there were some things that we didn't see on screen that ended up playing out at Tribal Council. So yeah, I definitely thought that um, it'd be a lot closer than it was, and that Deshaun and Xander had more likely chances than what we saw of them actually being able to win the game. I didn't expect Erica to win so handsomely. Seven votes to one, that's quite a landslide in terms of modern Tribal Councils, and especially with, yeah, in my opinion, such an even playing field. But let's get on into dissecting each player's individual game. We still have five people left at the start of this episode, and we'll go through them one by one. We'll start off with our winner in Erica. Um, Yeah, like I said, she was someone who was always really underestimated, but someone whose name always came up as someone who could have been a potential threat. Like, all through the pre-merge, we saw Erica's name come come up like, oh, we need to target Erica. Oh, we need to throw a challenge to get rid of Erica. That's how much of a target she was seen at at the Louvre camp, and I guess it was lucky for her that Louvre didn't end up actually going to Tribal Council in the pre-merge. And yeah, if they did, I probably would have thought that um, she would have gone home pretty early in this season, but um, she was pretty lucky in this case in being able to uh, stay in the game and and make her way through the merge as well pretty easily. And I guess that's a testament to how she managed her threat level as well. She was always seen as someone that was very approachable and people could be open to working with. And she was seen as a threat to go far in the game as well, but never overly a threat. Like, she was never right out the front as someone who had to get their head chopped off at the next Tribal Council. And she, yeah, really managed to weave around through the Tribal Councils and, yeah, ended up making it to where she got to in the game and and managed to make it pretty far in the game. I feel like she also managed her relationships pretty well. And we saw in the end, she became very close to Xander, Heather, Ricard, even to Sean at points as well. Um... 
in circumstances that Deshaun was willing to work with Erica to be able to um, move forward in the game. And I guess that's how Erica, although playing a game from behind is what I would call it in that she didn't really dictate from the front, but was more so of a support and you used people to move forward in the game in a way that didn't make her seem out the front or impeding upon another person's game. And even so, like, not even seem like riding coattails either. Like, she still had some agency herself in being able to maneuver between alliances and still um, move forward in the game whilst chopping off the bigger threats as well to be able to get to where she was. So I think, she, yeah, she played a very, very savvy game for Modern Survivor without all the advantages that come with the game as well. I know she had that hourglass twist um, just before the merge, but yeah, like, similar game to Tommy. Like, she didn't need to have all these advantages or all these extra things to get her to where she, she ended up being in this season. And I mean, bar that final challenge advantage, I mean, uh, we'll get into that a bit later. I don't think it played into a game as much as it could have, but... Yeah, didn't need to have an overabundance of advantages to get her to where she was. She relied on her social ability and it was strong enough to be able to get her to where she got to. And I guess, yeah, going against what Survivor's moving towards um, in this new era of the game. I mean, they said they're going into a new era, but it's becoming a lot more advantage and twist heavy. She didn't really need to use any of them, really. Um, so much so that to be able to move forward in the game for herself. I mean, she relied heavily on her social ability and it was strong enough to get to her to the end. And yeah, moving on to our second place finisher, Deshaun, getting one vote at, Trouble Council, at Final Trouble Council from his mate, Danny. Um, no surprise there, but Deshaun's game really was a bit up and down through this season, really on top in the pre-merge and being able to dictate a lot of what Luva was going to, going to do should they have gone to Tribal Council. And I think just as his game went along, he's, he became a little bit more erratic and, and yeah, didn't really seem to be too in control of the game going into the post-merge and later stages of the game. was really fighting from the bottom and getting a bit scrappy, um, trying to move up any way he could. And I guess the more that he did so, the more that it wore on the other castaways. I feel like he could have framed his game a bit more, I guess, as someone like an underdog who uh, worked really hard to get to a final tribal council. I mean... He could have been gone at five or even four um, had he not made fire at four. I mean, that was a crazy comeback there. But yeah, he was someone who was always on the block and ended up making it to Final Trouble Council. And that's something that he could have used in his favor. But I guess what the jury saw was him being driven by negative emotions. I mean, as Shan said that emotions can be uh, a very powerful tool in order to play the game. But the way that he uses emotions and played his emotions wasn't a way that I guess the jury um, thought worthy of awarding the winner of Survivor. Um, and yeah, just the way that he scrapped from the bottom to be able to climb, I guess, over other people in a way that seemed a bit slimy and seemed a bit um, distasteful um, to the jury probably wasn't something that worked in his favour there either. Yeah, I think Ricard put it really well throughout his confessionals of Deshaun. Just the way that he seemed to perceive himself and the way that he behaved towards others in um, in his strategy in the game. Although he probably thought that it was working in his favour, and they seemed like pretty logical and pretty big game moves, it didn't come across that way to a lot of the other players in the game, and that probably was his downfall, not having that, um, that perception of himself that uh, was needed to be able to work with other people and to manage his perceived ability in the game. Um... Yeah, he, that's something that probably was his downfall in the end, not having that, not having that perception of himself. 
um, in the eyes of the jury. And now moving on to our third place finisher, Xander. I really thought he had a better chance, actually, of Erica of winning the game um, for this season. I really thought that he could have gained a lot more votes than he ended up having. And yeah, he was someone who I thought um, at that final three was the one that was ending up going to win the season. I didn't really expect, to be fair, I didn't really expect Erica to be able to be winning this season um, at that final trial. I really thought it was going to be Xander. Um, Xander's an interesting one because in the edit and throughout this season, we've seen him being a big target, going up and down on this roller coaster of a game in this season, but never having to use his idol in a situation where um, it would have saved him, never ending up getting voted out, which is really interesting because he was always on the block. He was always a big target, and the fact that he stayed in the game without having to use his idol is, yeah, I guess when we were watching as viewers, it seems like he's playing a really, really great game to be to not have to do so and to be able to survive the way he did. But I think what we missed from the edit was that, and from what I've heard in uh, post-game interviews, is the fact that the jury didn't really respect Xander's game as much. I'm not entirely sure why. I think maybe he just seemed like someone who didn't really have control of his own game, was kind of like hopping from alliances and uh, not having a real solid control of his own game. And I guess that's why I wasn't really the one being voted out, because no one really thought that he... Well, none of the players left in the game really saw him as a big threat to be able to win in the end. It might also be because of his age as well, being a young guy, not having that same um, awareness or ability to perceive others as well as um, the rest of the the castaways this season. Yeah, I think that might have hindered him at this final tribal council, not being able to read uh, people socially as well as 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 he could have. And yeah, just not having um, a lot of control over his own game, I think. Uh, is what might have been his downfall. It, yeah, he's a really interesting one because I feel like he he did have a real good chance of winning this season, especially on paper. Won a few immunity challenges, was always on the block, kept his idol, never having to use it. Uh, didn't wait, didn't use it wastefully. Um, wasn't in a situation where he was threatened to have to play it. But yeah, it was just interesting how the jury perceived his game and um, for him not having his own developed perception of others. Yeah was ultimately his downfall, I think, and why Erica ended up getting the votes over him. But now let's get into each little stage of this finale episode. We're going to start at this final five vote, and we saw Erica find an advantage for the final immunity challenge, well, sorry, the final five immunity challenge, and I think it was a lot more impactful than what the producers intended it to be. It's it's said when she found the advantage, oh yeah, it's just going to be a little thing that might end up helping you in the end. It's not going to be too much, but hopefully it does um, end up working for you. I'm paraphrasing that a little bit, but um, it ended up having quite a big influence on that final challenge because Ricard was on Erica's toes in that, in that final puzzle and yeah, it ended up just being that little bit more that she needed to be able to get that immunity. I really felt for Ricard in this situation because it was something that he definitely needed at this final five. He was going home either way, and that's what we saw ended up playing out. Um, as you know from the previous recap podcast, Ricard was my winner pick. Even though he had a pretty rough path to the end, I thought that he could um, he could pull it out of the bag and end up getting the dub, but um, it didn't it didn't end up happening here. Erica wins immunity at this final five. And um, the way that Ricard ended up going about saving himself... It, he gave himself every chance for being able to get some votes on his side and um, to pull something out the hat. But I think he shot himself in the foot a little bit by revealing that um, 
he had another child that was about to be born. Whilst it could have seemed like he was using this to be able to curry favour and build, I guess, sympathy from the other players left in the game, I think he painted a bigger target on himself. I think it did the complete opposite. Um, because no one really wants to sit at the end with someone who's got this big personal story on top of having played a really, really great social and strategic game as well. Um, I didn't think it ended up working out in his favour there. But we saw the potential for Xander to use his idol on Ricardo. And of course, if Xander had done so, there's no way that Xander would have won against Ricardo that final tribal council. Um, so I guess that was a good move on Xander's part not to play it for Ricardo. But from Ricardo's perspective, he played so well socially to the point where Xander was actually considering playing his idol for Ricard. And so, yeah, that's a real testament to the social strength of Ricard's game and how it almost ended up happening. Yeah, he could have really saved himself there. Um, it just wasn't meant to be. I think Ricard played the best game all season. He was definitely... If he made it to final tribal council, I don't see how there was anyone else there who was going to um, beat him in that final tribal of course, having someone like Shan on the jury to stump for him as well would have been really, really useful um, should he made it, Should he had made it to final tribal. Um, and yeah, I think he really just got screwed by this final advantage. I mean, we don't often see um, an immunity challenge advantage so late into the season. And so with this one popping up and ended up helping Erica to get the win at that final five immunity challenge, that was what was, I guess, a big nail in his coffin. Yeah, ended up having a really big impact on Ricard's game. But yeah, there was also the argument of whether, from Erica and Heather's perspective, whether to take out Ricard or Deshaun, and I think the right move was made, especially from Erica and Heather's perspective. If Ricard gets to the end, he beats pretty much everyone left in the game, and so definitely the right move to get rid of Ricard, and as we know now, Deshaun, even though he seemed like a big player on the island, wasn't all too respected by the jury there either, so... In the end, Deshaun seemed Deshaun ended up being a bit of a goat to be able to take the end. I know it didn't seem like that um, at the start of this episode, but yeah, I think the right move was made by Erica and Heather to take out Ricard here because he would have definitely won if he made it to the end. And now moving on to one of the biggest moments of this episode here, Final Four Fire Making. So Xander, one of the biggest targets left in the game, pulls out the win at Final Four, uh, wins Final Immunity and gets the, I guess, advantage or privilege to be able to choose who he wants to take to final trouble and send the other two into fire making and from my perspective i was surely thinking that xander was going to put heather sorry was going to take heather to final tribal and put erica and deshaun in fire making i feel like yeah that social perception comes into play again he really thought that he had a better shot against erica and didn't really notice how well the jury was uh, the jury had perceived erica's game to be and the fact that so like both Deshaun and Heather both told him to his face that Erica was a threat to beat him at Final Trouble and he just ignored both of them and decided to take Erica through anyway. Yeah, really, really surprising and I guess, yeah, didn't really sh and shows that he wasn't really... He didn't have that perceptual knowledge to be able to know that uh, Eric was going to be a real threat to his chances of winning the game. There's a few scenarios I want to try and play out. Like, I really think now that Xander should have... Um, put himself into fire making and gone up against Erica, having seen how Erica performed in practicing fire, knowing that he himself could make fire. I feel like he really should have put himself in the hot seat and gone up against her. It would have been a really big move for him to be able to play to the jury, saying, I took out one of the big threats in the game. Well, as we know now, Erica would have beat him at final tribal council. So 
Um, in hindsight, probably the better move was to put himself there and give himself another chance at um, having a good case to play that final tribal. Going up against Heather and Deshaun as well, in, in that situation, I think, yeah, he gains more votes against Deshaun. Probably against Heather as well, but then again, that's just the edit coming through on our side because, yeah, from my perspective, didn't really see Heather as a big game player. But then when we saw the jury's reactions to him saying that Heather was a non-threat, um, the jury seemed a bit shocked at that. So I think we underestimated the game that Heather's played this season. I feel like the jury probably res respected her game a lot more than we think. And so, yeah, I don't really know if Xander would have beat Heather in that situation, but... Um, in the moment, I really think that he probably stood a better chance of beating Heather than he did Erica. Um, and so not putting himself in fire making, deciding to take Erica out, yeah, probably was the better move in that spot. But yeah, even if he takes Heather um, to final tribal and then puts Deshaun against Erica in, in fire, if Erica happens to win that, that's just another notch in her belt. And so yeah, probably didn't do Xander any favours there if he, if he puts Erica into fire making. I mean, if she loses, then we have the same situation again of Deshaun, Heather, and Xander. So yeah, now looking at it, Xander probably should have taken Erica, or gone with Erica into fire-making himself um, in order to boost his chances at a final tribal. But can I just say, that fire-making challenge that we saw in the episode between Deshaun and Heather, probably was one of the greatest fire-making challenges I think we've seen in Survivor history. Deshaun pulled it out of the bag so late, and Heather looks certain to be able to win her way into Final Tribal. It would have been a complete underdog story for Heather to be able to win Fire and then make it to Final Tribal. And then I think she gets some votes in that Final Tribal now that we think of it. Even though her and Erica played very similar games, she probably gets more votes than Xander does. And so Heather could have had the chance to win the game. I know that would have been the biggest shock ever if she did end up winning, but there was a chance that that could have happened if her Fire had ended up banning the rope. Just a couple seconds earlier, she would have probably won the game. I know it's strange to say that, but there was a chance that she definitely could have. And so, yeah, like I said before, Heather's game was very underrated. I think, yeah, like I said, she was more respected on the island than what came across on TV. And yeah, there was a chance that she could have won the game. It's so strange to say that, I know, but um, I think she played a better game than what we ended up seeing. And then going into final tribal council this season, it was really strange because Erica, who ended up winning this season... Right from the outset, we're told that she didn't really spend as much time with the play, the people on the jury, and um, her game wasn't as visible to them as, um, as some of the later players in the game. And so I think it really benefited her to have Ricard on the jury because Ricard probably did a lot of the groundwork for her at, at Ponderosa in the way that he probably explained Erica's game and how well she's been playing. And I think that really changed the perceptions of, of the jury going into that final tribal council. And yeah, having Ricard on her side yeah, probably did her a lot of favours because um, she would have had to spell out her game more so than probably the others. Um, and I guess that kind of helped her ended up getting the win in the end. I think one of the biggest things that ended up helping Erica in the, in the end as well is the fact that she was there against two other guys who probably alienated the jury more so than she did. I think it was a situation where it wasn't so much the, who played the bigger or best game, more so about who upset the jury the least. And so that probably ended up getting her the win in the end. Yeah, Deshaun, as we've talked about in earlier recap podcasts, um, has came across as quite erratic and someone who um, made moves that probably weren't beneficial for his game, made purely from an emotional standpoint rather than rather than from logic. And then Xander, I still don't know why his game wasn't respected by the jury. I think at the edit and what was 
what was shown on TV and what actually happened on the island is probably two very different things. And so, yeah, we'll have to do a bit of digging to find out how the jury really perceives Xander's game because the fact that he simply held on to his idol as long as he did and managed to survive as well as he did, having been a huge threat for a lot of the post-merge, yeah, I really don't see how he didn't get more votes than he ended up getting in the end. And so I felt like both Deshaun and Xander really had to do a lot of backpedaling at Final Trauma Council to be able to explain their game better to the jury. Xander really seemed to stumble on a lot of his questions and a lot, sorry, on a lot of his answers, and so that really hindered him in getting, getting jury votes, not being able to explain his game as fluently as probably Erica did, and yeah, that probably tipped her over the edge a bit. Going back to one more thing, sorry, from the from fire making at four, the rationale between behind Xander taking Erica to the end. Well, now that we look back, it was a pretty stupid move, but it does make sense from his perspective not wanting to give Erica another notch in her belt to say that she played a better game, but I think it ended up doing so in the end because it just showed how she was able to manage her threat level to a point where someone would be willing to take her to the final three. I mean, that's probably a bigger compliment to a game than um, putting her into fire and making her win her way to the end. I feel like Xander taking Erica through to final trouble council probably gave Erica the, um, the lead ahead of Xander even though it was Xander who ended up winning that final immunity and was able to choose what ended up happening there. So, yeah, it was really funny how that played out and I guess just showed how well Erica played socially in the game and how she was able to manipulate people and manage her threat level so that she came across as someone so non-threatening that um, people were willing to take her to the end and she ended up coming out on top in the end. So, on the whole, I think she played a really, really great social game. And it's one that's probably not appreciated as much as it should. Yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the final recap podcast of Survivor 41. It's been a real pleasure being able to do this every week. Um, And yeah, really glad to have made it all the way to the end as well. I really want to thank you guys for listening to the final episode of Season 41 Recaps on the Debutant Report. If you made it all the way to the end, I really appreciate you if you did. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Debutante Report and let me know your thoughts as well on Twitter at Debutante Report if you agreed or disagreed with anything I've mentioned in this episode. And yeah, for me, I feel like I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break having done two back-to-back seasons of Survivor. I feel like I need to take a little bit of time off, but who knows, we might come back again pretty soon with some more recaps, maybe of sport, maybe of some more Australian reality TV shows. And of course, we've got Survivor 42 coming up as well, so... A lot coming up. We'll just see what happens then. Um, but until next time, hope you guys have a great Christmas break. Now that it's Christmas time, leading into New Year's. And we'll see you next time, whenever that may be. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.